0: Here he is. Hello, mate. Can you hear me? All right. I can hear you. So, Jamba, here we've got a new sponsor. Yes, mate. So, for season two of the Hit in the
1: Areas podcast, we have a brand new sponsor. Uh, the guys at Ellsbury Glazing Repairs have kindly sponsored us for this season. Um, so, for any sort of glazing and window repairs, they're your guys to go to. So, you know, when um, your windows blow and you get all that sort of condensation and, and maybe some water inside the glass. Yeah. These are the guys to talk to. Um, I've literally just had it done. My missus has been banging on for ages about getting it done. I had them come in. They've taken a look and they've done a brilliant job. It's like I've got a new glass. Um, so, yeah, if you are looking for um that type of service in the area. So any sort of window repairs or any glazing specialities, you need to give them a call. So you can give them a call on 07-889-730-995, or you can email them at glazingrepairs at hotmail.com. Now they normally serve the likes of Buckinghamshire, Oxfordshire, Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire. um, And their aim is to give you a clear view every time. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Nice one, Jambo. Let's get back to the podcast. Welcome to the Hit in the Areas podcast, The Short Corner. Each week, Rich and myself will go over the latest talking points from the world of football. Um, Rich, how are
0: you? Yeah, I'm I'm really good. Jambo, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So uh, we've been off for a few weeks. Uh, I've been on holiday um, and yeah, so um, we're back and uh, we've got a few talking points to go through. Uh, I mean, this is just a short, which is why we called it the short corner. Um, And uh, it's not going to be too long, but just a sort of round up of some of the stories from the last week or so. Um, and and stuff that's coming up as well so um, I mean let's get let's let's get into it I think one of the major talking points the situation at Manchester United Um, so we've seen Ralph Ranić going to move upstairs next season um, into a more of consultancy role Um, and obviously Eric Ten Hag will be coming in from Ajax what's your thoughts on that Rich?
0: My instant thoughts are: uh, one, I think it is a really good appointment. Um, I did want him at Spurs when we go back last summer, uh, you know, before the whole Nuno situation. Mm. Um, what's also interesting is that they are going to keep Ralph, and that Ralph is um, moving in to be the Austrian manager from the summer, which yeah. we, which then ties back to his time at Leipzig. There's a lot of Austrian players that he knows well, mm. um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see one of one or two of them. Go to United in the summer. Um, obviously, United are losing a few, few high, high profile names uh, on Freeze, Matic, Mata, also Pogba. They'll also lose Pogba. Cavani. Um, all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're sort of freeing up over a million pound a week in wages. So they're, they're certainly going to do business in the summer. Um, be interested to see who Eric goes for.
1: Do you not think? I mean, was surely Ranić going upstairs was always a long-term project anyway. But with him now going to Austria, does it seem like the club have gone, do you know what, it hasn't worked? Um, I'm unsure. Or, or was he always going to be a consultant for a little bit? I mean, I don't see there the was, point.
0: There was always talk, that it wasn't there, that, um, you know, that he was going to move upstairs. And from what I've read today is, um, in his Man United contract, he's only going to be tied to six days a month work at Man United um so it is very much like a consultancy role um I maybe they just maybe they don't want to just give all the reins to Eric I don't know but then is Mm. that is that like a lack of trust I don't know um and you know Ralph's been honest and he said that he's never even actually spoke to Eric Ten Hag. so how's that relationship going to work um it's a bit of uncertainty for United to be fair
1: yeah, I mean it's a bit of a strange one. I mean are there, uh, there's the, there's the talk of a director of football coming in. I mean, or was it uh Yeah, exactly. A, um I, I was director, reading earlier
0: I mean, that um the like head of their like transfer negotiations has left today as well. Um so they've also they've also lost two of their sort of senior scouts as well. So it looks like there's a big overhaul going on at United. Um and it I mean, isn't going talk to be instant. Of,
1: yeah, there's talk of um Paul Mitchell coming in from mm. what, I, what I was reading. And I, I think that'd be an amazing. I think that'd be bigger than getting Ten Hag for Manchester. Would
0: he like, have worked Leipzig. with Rangnick at, at uh, Leipzig as well? Is it's that possibly? Is that a link? Uh,
1: possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Either yeah, way, you know, it
0: is going to be a massive. It's going to be a massive summer for United. Um, it, it, it isn't going to be quick. I don't think the rebuild. I, I, I think there's just too much. There's 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 too much to do. But um, it'd be interesting to see how long he's given.
1: Yeah um well look yeah I I think it's it's definitely a building process if you want someone to do that and I don't know whether it's going to be um production of youth players or anything like that which obviously Ten Hag is very good at because there's there's not a huge amount of money at Ajax um but they're obviously their youth system is absolutely brilliant um and just look at the players that keep coming through year in year out we see this week that United fans have been protesting again as well. Um, a lot of people don't fully understand that situation. From my understanding, obviously, the Glazers take out quite a bit of money from the club. Am I right in thinking that, Rich? I think, you know I think
0: so. Really. Again, I'm, I'm sort of in that camp that, that, that doesn't really know enough. Um, yeah. If there are any sort of real, like passionate Man United fans out there, get in touch with us, Um, and then maybe that, you know, maybe that's that's a chat we can have in the future. Um, But yeah, yeah, there, you know, there's obviously something. There's something that uh, the Glazers are doing that the fans are unhappy about. Um, Mm. But
1: mm. I, I still think it's an. I still think United. There's still something missing, and I think you know we hear Gary Neville a lot being very passionate about Manchester United. We see all the ex-Man United players. And I've always said like, look, those days are gone. Uh, Football's moved on a little bit and obviously other teams have moved on and and overtaken United. But United will always be Manchester United, possibly the biggest club in the world. Um, I just think that there is something missing and it, I can't quite put my finger on whether this is going to work as well. Mm. I don't know what it is that's missing. I know I what know you what mean.
0: Um, the, the, the only thing I, I, I've thought in the last few years, especially under Moyes um, and, then, and then Louis van Gaal as well, and they're always, you know, he, he is a legend at the club, Sir Alex, but he's mm. always, he, you always see him every single game. It just senses, it just feels like they aren't going to truly move on until he lets the club move on. With him there every game, there's gonna be that lingering doubt over whoever's in charge. That do, do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah,
0: he's is always he not there
1: supporting. Is he not just being a support? Well, maybe Jambo?
0: But like you know, obviously is we just... we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, no. do we? Um, I just think that that they need him to. I don't know, just sort of come out of the limelight. I don't. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe
0: someone needs to stamp their authority on the club. Yeah, because, it is very strange. I think it's running because very they aren't happy. the United of Old and and they never will be that same club. They're not
1: feared, are they, like they used no, to be. No way. Um, <laughs> even you know, like when um um David Gill, wasn't it, who was mm. the, the chief executive and stuff like that, it was always some sort of power yeah. there um over other football clubs and it just doesn't seem 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 the way. I mean, to be honest, when you heard about like sort of Ed Woodward dealing with likes of Daniel Levy you could just see Daniel Levy eating up people like that pretty yeah. easily and it has done they've, they've never really done business since the first Sir Alex days have they so no. um you can kind of see why I think that's pretty easy negotiations for Daniel there okay let's move on um let's move on to our next one which is uh, uh, to be honest I think it's at I mean I was looking at it on Twitter this week um, and, and looking at the league table, we're going to look at League One, the final day of League One, because out of all the leagues, it's absolutely incredible that it's come down to the last day that no team has been promoted or, and, and the final standings have not, not, not been finished. Yeah. Um, so, anything down from Wigan, Rotherham, Milton Keynes, Dons, forgive, forgive me if I get this wrong, Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, Plymouth and Wickham can, can get into uh, the sort of promotion places. So one of those teams will miss out. All of those teams have got 80-plus points.
0: Which that is by, unheard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah unheard In, in years
1: of. gone by, that, that, some of that was maybe enough to get automatic promotion. But mm. to, if, to miss out on 80 points or even 83 points yeah. potentially is bizarre. Um uh I mean the most informed team here are Wickham um in in those out of those teams. Um and, and going into it, Wickham are just outside on goal difference. Plymouth being on 80. Um and then Sheffield Wednesday Sunderland, mm. MK Dons. MK Dons still have a chance of automatic promotion. They, they do yeah lose and MK Dons win over Plymouth. Um then MK Dons will, will get promoted automatically instead of Rotherham. Um, you know, Rotherham can still win the league,
0: yeah. It's a it's, mad so it's, one, Jam. Like, you it's know, mad. It's,
1: it's absolutely crazy. Um,
0: the fact that you've got seven teams on 80 points or over is um, bonkers, and and you know like you say for a team to come 7th with 80 or more points and not even get, get into the playoffs um
1: it's madness i don't
0: think that's ever happened uh, i ever i probably am wrong but if uh, you know it's, i've i've certainly never seen it sure um not. and i've i've watched all of these sides that um this season uh so out of out those top 7 i think <sighs> at the end of the day points don't lie so so that tells you who who should go up. Uh, but in terms of who I was impressed with most, probably Sunderland out, out of all of those seven. Mm. Sunderland and maybe Wigan. They've um,
1: got the strike force, haven't they, Sunderland? They
0: have. Uh, and, 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 you know, when they're at home in, in one of them playoff games or That's every it. league game when they've got over 30,000 there, it's a it's a massive advantage, massive advantage. Uh um, that'd be the
1: same for Sheffield Wednesday though as well. Yeah, they get for there are forty thousand there, won't they? Mm. So it's sort of or thirty-eight thousand, something like that. Um and I've been there when it's been full and it's mm. it's it's one of the loudest stadiums I've ever been in. Um
0: I mean I mean, I mean when you look at that, you have got three sides that that have been in the Premier League. Uh absolute mm. gi- giants of clubs, really, to be honest. I mean, I mean I mean, certainly Sheffield Wednesday. Um, absolute mammoth. They they shouldn't be in League One, but, you know, they have to earn it to get out of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I, Who's look, your money on, gonna... Jambo?
0: Call it. Who's going up automatic? you got to call it now.
1: Um, we're going to get promoted uh, as champions. Yeah. Um Rotherham are at uh they play
0: they're a little bit twitchy there for as well.
1: Yeah, Rotherham, Rotherham have got Gillingham away. Gillingham aren't the worst side
0: no. They're not.
1: That's a difficult game. I see MK winning at Plymouth. Do you? Yeah, I really do. Um mm. <laughs> or okay, I don't see MK Dons losing at Plymouth.
0: Okay. So then that just leaves Wickham have to win to go up then to, to go into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I see Wickham winning. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. Burton all Wickham. right
0: though, mate. Bertrand, but
1: no, I get They that, won 3-0 at
0: Rotherham the other week.
1: Wickham are this side where it when it comes down to those last days or when it comes down mm. to when it. you think of your Torquays, your Chesterfields, et cetera, and stuff like that. Um, I just feel they've got the right management structure and the Experience yeah. to get over the line, um, okay. yeah. I, I think Wickham will creep in. Um, it, it's uh Sheffield Wednesday that have a, a potentially tricky tie, isn't it? Um, they've got
0: home to Portsmouth who are in good form themselves,
1: yeah, and then obviously Sunderland are away to Morecambe,
0: which that that should, yeah, they are. That should be straightforward to be honest.
1: You say that, but you more never them, know, yeah. have to win to potentially stay up yeah true so um, you know those ones where they're trying to stay up I mean look how Sheffield Wednesday did it at, at Fleetwood during the week Fleetwood 2-1 mm. up and then luckily enough two goals in two minutes for, yeah. for Sheffield Wednesday was enough to get them over the line so look it's just going to be a mammoth day and, and it
0: is certainly one to keep an eye on yeah. Um and that starts that, that starts half 12 tomorrow so
1: half 12 yeah yeah um, That's going to be a corker, exactly. Yeah, so if you're on your way on the way to the games, to, um, uh, yeah, it should be should be really interesting. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to a bit of news that was released today. That um, England internationals are back on free-to-air TV. Um, so Channel Four have won the rights to all England internationals, which is is just brilliant. England should be on the telly. You shouldn't have to pay a Sky subscription to watch England uh england games whether it's a friendly or whether it's um a, a nation's league game' what, What's I, your thoughts rich i mean i, I couldn't agree more first.
0: jambo um yeah i couldn't agree more you know we, when we were kids every england game was free as even on ITV, bbc um and for 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 whoever's in charge to let that go to these um you know sort of subscription channels sky bt whoever whoever let that happen uh, certainly has something to answer for because england all england games should be free you want like you know if you want to inspire generations of you know all, all the sort of future players for the country then then you need to give everyone access to watch the games it's uh, you know th- there's just too much emphasis on money these days which you know that's a complete different argument but um but yeah to hear this news is brilliant
1: Sky are losing a lot of contracts, aren't they?
0: They are. Mm.
1: It's a bit strange. Okay, we're moving on. We're gonna we're gonna drop into the women's game because we've got an exciting finish there in the WSL. Um, so there's two teams vying for the title. Uh, two London teams between Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, Emma Hayes' Chelsea are in front currently. Um, they. they are ahead of Arsenal. Arsenal have a game in hand. Chelsea on 50 points, Arsenal on 46. Now, Arsenal play Aston Villa this weekend. Chelsea don't have a game. Um, So, uh, sorry, Chelsea do have a game. Uh, Apologies. Uh, Chelsea are uh, away to Birmingham um, and uh, Arsenal are home to Villa. So, um, Arsenal can get within a point before Chelsea kick off. Um, So Chelsea kick off in the evening. Um, And then it's a North London derby midweek. So Tottenham could be the ones to um, put a dent in Arsenal's title hopes. Um, Obviously, a win for Arsenal takes it to the last day of the season, meaning Arsenal will have to better Chelsea's result on the last day. So Chelsea play at home to Manchester United on that last day and Arsenal away at West Ham. Um, but yeah so Arsenal could have a say in it uh, Tottenham could have a say in it rich
0: yeah they could um I caught a bit of the game last night between Chelsea and Tottenham um i I can't really see I, I can't see Chelsea dropping points in their in their last two games even against man United I, even I against think, United yeah I just can't see it um I'm gonna say they're gonna win yeah they'll win uh it it, 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 it it would be nice for Spurs to beat Arsenal just to stop them having, having any chance on the last mm. day. Um, to be fair, they've actually done quite well. The Spurs women, you know, fifth in the table at the moment. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can better that. I don't think.
1: No, I think um, the top four's wrapped up.
0: Yeah, like so um, if they can secure best of the rest, other than the sort of big four teams, then that'd be good. Um, it's interesting to also read about um, to read about Brighton um, about about. Um, hope power believing they can sort of break into that top three or four in the WSL. It'd be interesting to see if she can make that happen. Um,
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, I think United have done well in recent years to break into that top. Well, was what was top three hmm. um, and now top four. And I think obviously Tottenham have had an incredible season. I mean, their their form has not been great. Um, The last five games, they've lost four and drawn one and Hmm. still be, where they are is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, the only thing that,
0: that sort of sours all of this, Jambo, sorry, the only thing that sort of sours this for me is, it. it's just becoming like the men's in terms of, you You, you just got the bigger clubs who are pumping more and more money into it, mm. becoming the best teams. Um, I mean, Liverpool, they've just won promotion, I think, haven't they? They're coming up into WSL yeah, next that's year. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So they're obviously the last of the big sort of five or six clubs, pump money into it. And it's just sad that the, that, that's what's happened. Do you know what I mean? It's, um, mm,
1: no, I get what you mean, yeah.
0: But obviously for women's game, the growth is brilliant. You know, w- with the money they're putting into the game, it's just a shame to see the same four or five names at the top all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I see what you mean. Which is kind of why, I, although I, I quite like them. United have sort of stepped in a little bit. Um, um, but yeah, uh, at the bottom of the table, uh, a win for Birmingham City in their game in hand. Um, would take them within one point of Leicester, um, so that would that would take it down to the last day of the season. Uh, Leicester go to Tottenham, um, and Birmingham obviously have uh, really two tough games. Obviously, they're they're at home to Chelsea on Sunday, uh, and then they are away to Manchester City midweek as well. So it looks like the writing is on the uh, on yeah the cards there for, for, for Birmingham City.
0: On yeah, the, I mean. <laughs> They've only won. They've only won two games all season, and that is never good enough to keep you up, you know. No, no matter what league you're in, so mm. um, that's probably the end of them into, um, for the season, probably.
1: Uh, something very quickly. Our last last topic is, um, and and it, only because it's sort of a local topic for us is 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 ground grading at um, lower league levels. Um, there's been a bit of controversy this these last couple of weeks um the uh friend our friend of the show ollie bayliss reported um that that two clubs would uh potentially be relegated from their current step so one of them was welling garden city um who could potentially who still could potentially be relegated from from step four back to step five because of ground grading um, and they're currently in the playoffs, um, but obviously they decided to not take take part in those playoffs because of this. Um, uh, then uh, uh, step five is RISPA Rangers. Uh, uh, some people may know they have not been allowed promotion to step four uh, due to ground grading and, and even uh, threatened with relegation to step six because ground grading is not, appropriate for step five you know it, a lot of things have been said on on twitter this week uh, about risbra you know i'm not going to say too much about that i think that's widely reported and people have strong feelings about budgets and stuff like that playing budgets um but i mean what what's your thoughts rich i know you feel a little bit strongly towards the Cubs. yeah
0: I, I i understand that uh, that the fa and all the powers that be they they do require these clubs to have certain levels of facilities. We we all understand that. But I can only understand it towards the higher levels. So when you get to sort of step one conference, maybe, you know, even sort of conference north and south, where you can have upwards of 1,000, 1,500 people there, anything step three, four, five, the crowds aren't massive. Most of the facilities are fairly... um, they're fairly similar, you know, from from sort of step three down to step yeah. five. Um, and when you hear what the things are that that they're being let down at, it's things like um, they're like three foot out on like the square footage of the of the like away dressing room, or um, they need to have um, they need to have a stand at one of the sides of the pitch that needs to have a roof. They've already got one, but they need another. You know, they need another one, they need one behind the goal it's just very petty stuff um, to which I don't know why they enforce it so much, but they do Um, and I suppose the argument from the other side is all of these clubs know what they have to have to go to each level um, and when they have to have that in place by, so I can see the argument from both sides, but I, I do tend to side with the clubs because you know not all these clubs have thousands of pounds to do the you know to to make their changing rooms bigger to create more stands or whatever they don't have that money most of them anyway um so i'm yeah, going mean, to side with the clubs
1: yeah I, I can see your point of view there rich um again twitter have their own opinions <laughs> um <laughs> on on, on situation uh but look um there are rules. We don't know the full story of these things. And uh, yeah, look, it's for the FA to deal with. And uh, it's unfortunate for Risborough. Um, and they'll, they'll have to go again next year. Um, same with Welling Garden City as well. So I know they've put an appeal in uh, to not be relegated, basically, or to be given more time to, to fix what that needs fixed. And I don't think it's a major issue at Welling, whereas I think there's quite a lot to be done at Risborough. Um, so I, do, I don't see Rizwa staying. Uh, well, I see Rizwa staying step five, potentially for a year. And if it doesn't done, I could probably see him getting relegated to step six, which is incredible, uh, for, especially the, the way they've performed on the pitch. Um, but yeah, look, uh, it is what it is. So um, that that's it for this one. We're, we'll be back with a, a new episode. Um, next time we'll be interviewing someone from the world of football. Uh we'll we'll let you know on our social media channels who that will be. Uh but we've got some really good guests lined up for the next couple of weeks, have not we Rich? I know one of them's a, a big favorite of yours.
0: You do indeed. Um I'll say, you know, look at the social media for um for the release of who that is. Um really looking forward to it and um I'm sure there'll be some more short corners in the future.
1: Oh 100%, yeah. We'll keep, we'll keep going with these short ones just to get some more content out there for you so yeah this has been the hit in the areas podcast the short corner with me jamie roberts my co-host richard kyson